Cheers. Cheers. That doesn't Actually, fucking that, work because you've got a bloody can. Yeah, but it clinked more than I thought it would. Here, let's do it again. That's right. I'll do it more over the recorder okay, thing. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. There we are. I think it's because my wine glass makes the noise. If we Mostly. had two beers, we'd be we'd just clunk. That'd yeah. be right. I'm Kana. I'm Ambie. And welcome to Diplomacy Games. Yes, episode 56, I think. Bravo. It's, what, over two and a half years now. <laughs> Why do you do this to me every time? Because <laughs> you, you bring up the other anyway. It's about three years and August, September, October. Three years, three months. Time flies, guys. Maths is not your strong point, is it? No, it's not my strong point. No, no, no. no. You kind of, when you're trying to work out how many supply centres you know, might be needed to win a game's 18, you go, okay, so it's uh, whatever. You know? Especially so it's 12 plus 9, is that right? No, Kona, it's not. Well, especially after I've had a couple. Hey, I'm on. Um, I'm drinking a Mexican hot chocolate stout, which is two standard drinks. It's very strong. From Ballistic Beer, a Queensland brewery, Brisbane brewery. Yes. Um, and the alcohol volume is six point seven. So, so you'll be clattered before get, too long. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to be clobbered. No, so. Mrs. Kana will not be happy when you kind of roll out of the train. Crawl out of the truck. Crawl out of the truck. <laughs> and I have a Lopez de Haro, uh, which is uh, a Tempranillo from Rioja in Spain. How is and it? And it is, it's like only 10 bucks, but that is really nice. For a $10 bottle, sorry, $10 glass of wine in a licensed venue, that's pretty good value. And we lucked on this location. We did. Actually. We never intended to come here, did we? No, we started off at another bar where we recorded a bonus segment for our Patreon listeners and we'll get into that in a tick yep um, and while we're sitting up there we're looking out over the um, over the road it's all this um, spot where people were sitting actually there was no one sitting actually, there wasn't sitting, but, where there but was it looked seating. like there was seating and there looked yep. like there was a sign about beer and we thought oh that's interesting thought we'd give it a go walked down the aisle because there's nothing there and then turned and bang found this place so what's it called Frankie and Frankie and Frankie and George, George. Um, so I'd kind of describe it more as a cafe, a licensed cafe. Yeah, cafe, coffee shop by day, you know, bar by night, or bar by bar by knock off by the time everyone finishes work. Yeah, yeah or a cafe that serves out. Anyway, still, nice location, lucky to find somewhere where there is alcohol served on a Friday Arvo. Open air, look at that. Lovely blue sky. Haven't had blue sky for quite a while, actually. Had a smoky sky. Had smoky sky. Lots of fires down here in Queensland. Yes. And what? Fires in Queensland. Last week there was fires in Queensland. And New South Wales. New New South South Wales Wales copped it bad. Massive one. And there was snow in Tasmania. Really? Yeah. So I figure. Anyway. Goes to show just how the like the, the scale of this continent. Yep. So that that uh, weather report was brought to you by Diplomacy Games uh, Twitter account. Uh, if you want to kind of keep in touch with what's going on, including the latest weather events, sign up yep. to our Twitter account. Actually, we don't do weather briefings there. We don't usually do that. I usually post like silly diplomacy memes. Yeah. So speaking of silly, silly diplomacy. Tell me, tell, tell me about this silly diplomacy thing, Kana. Well, I think it's about time that you play that theme song. What, this theme song? Neighbor. Everybody needs good neighbor. 
There we go. <laughs> so, so actually, all of our Australian and, and British listeners would probably know that song, but Americans would not. Yeah, true. So, the, the, yeah, sorry, sorry, UK, um, for giving you Colin Minogue, that, 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 that Jason earworm. Donovan, yeah, you know, um, Danny Minogue. But it, it brings us nicely into. Um, well, a, a topic we wanted to Actually, I, bring I up. Actually, I didn't mind Kyle Minogue and Danny Minogue when I was younger at school when they were on the show, but I was like about 16 or 17 at the time. Never got into their music so much. Oh, I may have bought a couple of singles of Kyle Minogue's during those, time, those Stock Aitken and Waterman days. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. The Ice Cream Should Be So Lucky and all that type of crap. I bet you could do the lyrics like that. Uh, I should be so lucky, lucky, <laughs> lucky, lucky. I should be so lucky in love. All <laughs> oh, right, we've got, a, we've got a closet Kylie fan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hetero too, so how about that? It's pretty unusual for a Kylie fan. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Got a lot of, you know, great great gay friends and everything like that. So And uh, lesbian friends too. For our American listeners, oh, yes. Neighbours is a sitcom. Uh, still yeah. is, actually. Still, still going. <laughs> but it was really big back in the, I don't know, mid to late 80s, 90s in Australia and the UK. Massive. And what was the other one that went alongside it? Home oh, and Away. Home and Away, yes. Yeah, it was the other huge one. Yeah, that was a yeah. good one too. Neighbours is still going. Yeah, they're all, they're all both going still. No I don't, shit. I don't, I don't know who watches that shit, but anyway. So, but the reason we say neighbours is that's the theme for this third segment of our newbie, newbie chat, newbie, newbie chat. Information for newbies, new to the game, trying to learn a little bit about what diplomacy is all about. Newbie networking. No. Neighbours for newbies. Neighbours for newbies. Yeah. Neighbours for newbies. There we go. There we go. Um, so I thought so we've okay, talked about so the board. We've spoken about the board. We've spoken about how you can move. Yep. Right. Um, it's been, there's, there's seven players on the board, right? Yep. And I think the purpose of this sort of chat would be to just talk around what neighbours make logical sense to be good neighbours with. Yep. Um, so, for instance, if you were to uh, be picking up Germany as a country, you're drawn Germany for the first time. Yeah. What countries would it make sense for you to ally with, or at least have some sort of non-aggression arrangement to, to talk to and say, okay, well, there's no real point in us attacking each other at this stage, the early start of the game. Right? Uh-huh. And so, if you look at the board, Germany is really considered part of that Northern Triangle. Yep. Yeah. So it's it commonly gets drawn into conflict with England, France, and sometimes Russia. Not very often Russia, but sometimes, but sometimes Russia. Yeah. yeah. Particularly um, around the Scandinavian, around Sweden. Yes. Which leaves a, a neighbour to its south, which is Austria. Now, it makes absolutely... In comparison to builds where you can get quickly as Germany... Um, Austria would make a really good neighbour. As, as in that a non-aggression pact, Austria goes and does his thing because Austria is considered part of that southern tri- southern it's, 
that whole Anschluss type of thing, you yeah. know, the, the Germans stick together. Yes. Um, so what often happens between Germany and Austria is those two countries agree to, you know, just go their own way. Yeah, know, bit not, of not to... bit of Stevie Nicks, you know, Fleetwood Mac action. Yeah, bat like know, this. So... You can go your own way. Da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know, Austria can deal with the southern stuff. Germany can deal with either you know working with England or working with France or whatever his cup of tea is. Um, so they usually leave then Bohemia and Tyrolia, DMZ. No one goes there. They kind of you know they. It's kind of like that whole adage of you know, oh no, it's not good fences make good neighbours. It's quite the opposite. It's um, why tracts of land make good neighbours on this basis. Yeah, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yes. Yes, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Nice analogy, Kane. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So we've done. We've done. Germany as a logical. No, no, no. I don't think we've finished Germany. No, 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 no. no, no. I, I, I agree with you that Austria is the logical. Okay. Average right, yeah, default. Yeah. You know, again, I'm pretty sure if you kind of went to WebDip and started playing the bots, if you were playing, you know, Germany, you might occasionally get this weird thing where Austria starts attacking you. <laughs> yeah, which does happen. Uh-huh. Um, the other one I'd say though is I think by default Italy is a natural neighbour as well because Italy to, to Germany, but they're not adjacent. They're not. I know, I know. But generally speaking, there's not too often that the Italians decide to do the Alpine chicken. And well, come up towards Munich, so there's kind. Of, it's very rare that happens. So I think it's like a. Well, that's like saying like Turkey's a good neighbour to Germany. It is a good neighbour to Germany. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ambi okay. logic, right here, guys. Okay. Well, um, I'll, t- I'll talk. I'll talk about something maybe a bit more logical, and I would say that more often than not, Russia and Germany tend to be good neighbours for a short period of time, generally, depending on what happens in the south. Yes, tell us more. Okay, so depending on how Russia fares in his southern, on, on his on his south, will tend to. Um, what, what, what's a good poker analogy? You know, show a player's hand, right? You know, to show to show some cards of maybe what that player is holding. If, if Russia is throwing all of his units to his south. Yep. Then Russia can be... Whacking Galicia, Ukraine, hitting Romania or the Black Sea. All in against Austria, Turkey. Yep. Then there's a good chance that Russia will want to be your best mate if you're Germany. Yes. Right? If, however, Germany happens to move an army north in you know, a, a way to ensure that he gets Sweden. Yep. Or to, I'm um, putting inverted So, killed, killed, in. killed to Denmark, um, Denmark to Sweden. Yeah. Um, it's a way to, you know, try and force Norway, then Russia can become quite a bad neighbour. Hey. So, I'm going to take some up on that. So, you're right. I think you'll find that... There's a couple of little flies flying around. So, um, I think you find that, yeah, Russia tends to either go south yeah. or north. Like, when I say north, it's more from a 
St. Petersburg to Gulf of Bithynia to Sweden type of point of view. So usually in spring, the opening moves aren't too bad. If anything's going, any conflict's going to happen, it's usually going to be between Germany and Sweden, between um, Gulf of Bithynia and Denmark going for Sweden. Yeah. So, but in yeah, most yeah, cases so it doesn't happen. So I think there's, I think there's, much, it's yeah. okay. I think you've got at yeah. least a good another year or two. That being said, I was actually going to talk to you about this. I know I'm not at the next face-to-face game, but I really want to draw Germany. And I really want to try something totally different, which is like, you know, open to Cilicia and Prussia and head up towards Denmark and just go full force on Russia just for fun because no one does that. Okay, I'll, I'll let you into a dirty secret. I once played Russia and I opened up Warsaw to Cilicia. Yes, right. that's nice. And then took a guess at whether or not Germany would cover Berlin or Munich. Yep. And I lucked out. So, <laughs> I yeah, so, so you've done the reverse. So I did, I did the, the reverse, and I actually succeeded in taking Berlin. Ah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you. Okay, I thought you meant you lucked out, like you didn't get. No, I got the lucky. I got, I got the luck. Okay, you so know. you didn't luck out. You, 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 I, 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 I lucked out. No, that's not lucked out. Lucked out means you, you missed out. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It doesn't. <laughs> what fucking school did you go to? You're a, you're a northerner in this country, in the yeah. south. Oh, so down south, lucked out means you score. Yeah, you got luck. And up lucked in the north, out. lucked out means you yeah, fuck up. Bummed up. up. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Um, so I got Berlin and I went on to absolutely dominate the board. Nice. Because... Was this in a normal classic game or a fog of war game? No, it was a classic game. Oh, okay. Normal one. Um, full press. More credits here. Yep. Um, having said that, it's a guessing game. It's a 100% guessing game for Russia to open against Germany. You know what? Because I reckon... if you did that and you guessed wrong, yep. you're stuffed. You're knackered. Yeah. I'm trying to reduce my number of games at the moment. But what you've just described to me kind of really tempts me. Sorry about the digression, listeners. Um, like to do a classic fog of war game. That's probably one of my favourite variants ever. Mm. Yeah. Classic anyway, fog. anyway. So I guess what I'm saying is like you can be Germany and go full force to try to take Warsaw by moving Silesia and Prussia because uh, usually you kind of expect Warsaw to move to Galicia or Ukraine and. But Generally even, speaking, yeah. Moscow will move to Seb or St. Pete, in which case you can usually pick up Warsaw pretty fast and easy. But it doesn't leave you with much areas to expand. Well, if you pick right, up honestly. Warsaw and Denmark, and depending on what you've negotiated with England and France around Holland and Belgium... See, my thinking around that, you would really want to try and engineer England to fall into some conflict with France. Oh, absolutely. You absolutely, absolutely want those guys fighting over the English Channel. Yep. Or, or France in the English Channel. Oh, yes. Do you know what yes. I mean? That would be the ideal. If, if you're going to go for that. Yep. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> How Machiavellian of you, Kona. Um, so we've covered Germany, right? Um, we've touched on Austria for good neighbours with Germany, but Austria also has another good neighbour. Yes. The bear. The Russians. Yeah. And the Italians. I would say the Italians. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Austria, Austria, yeah. absolutely, for Austria to do well, has to have good neighbourly relations with Italy. 
Yes, I... I doesn't I, happen. doesn't happen often. No, no, no. I, no I, I agree with you. For Austria to do well, it does need to have good relations with Italy. But more often than not, that doesn't happen. Because more because often Italy's than not, a bad Italy, neighbor. Italy, apart from Tunis, opens to the east, not the west. Yes, yes. So when you're thinking about neighbours that you want to be good and friendly with, yep. Austria, be very aware that you know you really want Italy on side, but there's a probability that Italy may not actually want what you're wanting. Yep. Now, it brings you to the bear. Oh, yes, yes. Yep. So I would say that normally um, Austria and Russia tend to be good neighbours, good bedfellows, Potentially, if they decide to gang up on Turkey. Yes. But there's also a lot of conflict that can occur, obviously, in the Balkans. And provided, I mean, usually the way things work out, start establishing well, I find, is like if you've got a coordinated bounce between Budapest and Warsaw in Galicia, that tends to work reasonably well, as in like establishing a bit of. Or, or Vienna. Budapest and, to. No, Vienna no, to Galicia. Vienna, Galicia. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Sorry, I yeah. fucked up there. Um, but. Yeah, that, that tends to be quite normal. That starts establishing a pattern of trust and, hey, we can work together. and Because yeah, you're, you're talking, um, you're, you're letting another player know what you're going to be doing and yep. then showing that you do it. And then if you're a good Austria, you'd be kind of encouraging, obviously, the Turks to open into the Black Sea and <laughs> start threatening Russia. And But we're going a bit, we're de- oh, sorry, we're yes. detouring away sorry, from the purpose basics. of the segment. Yes, yes, sorry. Basics, basics, basics. Um, what about Turkey? Ambi? Does Turkey actually have any good neighbours? Um, yes, England. <laughs> no, about, seriously, it does. What about France? Oh, Fran- no, France... Tell me. Okay, look, okay. How, does, I, how in nine shades does England be a good neighbour to Turkey? Because uh, you get England to open up to Norway and then quickly move towards attacking St. Petersburg, causing Russia to start moving north to try to get rid of that, and that's at the point in time you stab Russia in the back. So it's important to recognise, I guess, what Ambie's talking about here is that even though a country isn't actually adjacent to your country, yes, if it's adjacent to a country that's adjacent to yours, they're close enough really to be considered neighbours because um, that country can cause uh, a lot of... Um, Focus to be focused on elsewhere apart from you, yep. or, or you can actually work with that player quite well. So, not exactly a neighbour, but a player that Turkey really should be talking to at the start of a game to um, try and get on side in an anti-Russian alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the analogy would be like literally, yeah, if you've got a you know a house. Neighbour next door, you know, maybe it's a loud twat. Loud um, twat, you know, that's it. Loud music all but the you, time. But you may actually get on well with the guy next door to the loud twat. Yeah. Because you both fucking hate the loud twat. Yeah, that's right. And you so, kind of share stories about how much of a prick he is, and yeah, you exactly. kind of go out and you kind of invite each other for you know barbies and beers, but you kind of ignore the loud. And then twat. you you know you throw the old you know the uh, the, the, the prawns over the fence. Yeah, and, the smelly you know, old prawns. Yeah. After the barbecue. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, you know you don't. Actually, <laughs> are you talking from experience? No, I'm just, I'm just taking that to logical conclusion. 
<laughs> Beer can, cigarette butts <laughs> over the over the fence. I, I've, I've uh, honestly, I've never done that. Seriously, guys, but um, now you, you, I reckon you're a, you're a good, upstanding citizen. Just, just, you, you are a trustworthy diplomacy player, if there ever was one. Except when you're playing diplomacy. Um, okay, but for countries that actually do border Turkey, yes, Italy, Austria, Russia, which one, in your mind? Russia is the logical, friendly, good neighbour. Russia, if you can kind of coordinate a bounce and in the Black Sea, and then come up with a plan to start establishing a bit of momentum, so that you Turkey gets Bulgaria, Russia gets Romania, and you start coming up with a plan, particularly a, obviously an army in Romania, and then you guys start coordinating to take out Serbia, and then start working together to take out Greece, and then onto Budapest and Trieste and Vienna, and it's happy days. The juggernaut just smashes the board. Yeah, so it, it, that particular combo is a juggernaut. Yep. Um, opening up fast and hard against Austria, opening strong. So Turkey plays the, um, the, the the little sister in the south and Russia plays the, the big brother in the north. Yep. I'd say that also there's potential maybe for a, a good neighbourly relations with Italy, depending on if you can kind of encourage Italy to go full force on Austria as well. Because yeah. Italy will generally pick up maybe Tri- or pick up Trieste, maybe maybe Greece, and then get bogged down. And by that point of time, you can start coming through after Austria is disbanded and take out Italy. I mean, we are talking neighbours, so well, we're I, talking I about guess, the, remember the guy next door next door to the twat. Okay. So now you're talking about to the other next door neighbour next door yeah, to the other yeah, twat yeah, at the back of the twat. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, so actually, hopefully, twat that, doesn't mean anything in a in America, which is inappropriate. Yeah, well, over there, Fanny's like an ass. And over Sorry, here, Fanny, Fanny is Fanny like or a, Fanny? Fanny. Oh, okay. Fanny's actually that. That's quite quite a rude word. Where? Australia. Yeah, it means... Well, not really. That's like yeah. old school, old school Australians. Yeah, but that's what it actually means, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Actually, yeah, but, you know, in America, that's Fanny's just rude. bottom. It's just, you know, anatomy? Yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't be saying Fanny in front of my mother. Put it that way. Okay, maybe. Anyway. Different, different world, but um, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> we digress. But that, that, that Eastern triple, the Russia, Turkey, Italy combo against Austria, yep, can be quite strong. Yes, yep. And That's I guess like that, um, bad neighbours. <laughs> yeah, 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 not good neighbours. Bad neighbours. Um, do you mind if I go get a wine? How are you going to beer? Do another one. Do another one. We'll yep. pause for a sec. Okay. Uh, it's a slightly um, it's a longer line. It's a longer line in there than I expected, so I'm going to have to be thirsty for a bit longer. Do you want to try? I'll have a little sweet. Yeah, sweet. sure. Yeah. Have um, you got any? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't have the plague. Well, I did see the plague pop up in um, China recently. There you go. What do you think? That is really interesting. It's an interesting combo. And I, and I, yeah. I use the word interesting in the sense of that is. That's a really unusual, but not bad unusual beer. Actually, on the side, so it actually has got the ingredients. It's, um, you know, you've got your usual malt, and that's got about, uh, about six different types of, six, five, six different types of malts. I don't know. But then it's got cocoa nibs, cinnamon, nutmeg, Thai chilies, and habanero chilies. So it's... Like you, you've had, have you had chili chocolate? Yeah. yeah. It actually, you're right. It tastes yeah, like, like chili, cho- chili, chili chocolate, chocolate in a beer. With um, like that, that, that 
bitter stout. And normally I find when you have a, a chocolate stout, it doesn't really taste like chocolate. They say it is, but it never fucking tastes like it. This tastes like no, mud. But, the, the but this tastes really good. Hey, yeah. yeah. No, that's a really good drink. Mmm. Who makes it again? Ballistic, Ballistic beer. Ballistic beer. So it's kind of got like a Day of the Dead type of skull. Feel about it, yeah. With, you know, the painted skull shit. What do they call that? Um, well, a certain name of those skulls. Mexican skulls? People know what we're talking about. Um... Okay, that's let's, let's move on. Okay, so let's, we're, so on. let's so go on to, we, to. No, no, we haven't, we haven't actually done um, Italy and, and Italy's good neighbours. Yeah, well, we've got Russia and we've Italy. Done Russia and Italy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so Russia let's go and. go on to Italy then. So I'd say. We've already done Russia, haven't we? Not really. We've talked about it because we've talked about the neighbours of Russia. Okay. Well, do you want to do finish off with Russia? No, because Cause... England's going to be. I think we do everyone's neighbours so of Russia and then Russia. Okay, so Italy? And then France. Yes, Italy. So Italy. Okay. I'd say. Italy's natural neighbour. Yeah, geez, this is hard, isn't it? Oh, it's tricky, isn't it? Does Italy have a natural neighbour? I don't think it does. I think out of all of them, Italy has to be the most Machiavellian in order to do well. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And unless you're um, a really good player, and look, good players play Italy well, really well. Yeah. They like when they draw Italy. They're like you know fucking fist pumping. They're like because the thing about Italy is it's really the pivot point okay? like if you think about the northern triple so you've got yep. England, Germany, France which often fall into conflict and you've got Russia, Turkey and Austria which often fall into conflict you'd think where that Italy's, does that leave Italy? you Italy think Italy's could pick and choose could fall either direction yeah. right? so it's really Italy's prerogative to choose which neighbour he wants to be good with so I think in most games Italy tends to be neighbourly with France. Mm-hmm. Up to about 1902, 1903, and then France will inevitably kind of start swinging across the Mediterranean and smash it. If France is going well. Yes. Right? Which is friends, like neighbour of a neighbour. So if Italy is um, a good player, he'd be talking to England for sure. Yes. He'd be talking to Germany for sure, right, to try and make sure that France doesn't do so well. Yeah? Yep. Having said that, right, I've also seen games where Italy is good neighbours with both France and Austria. Oh, by doing the, the Tyrolean chicken doing thing? The, um, no, no, by oh, doing the Lepanto. Yes. yes, yes. I reckon that's, that's interesting because Lepantos work well when they pull off. Which makes when sense. they do well, when they work well. Yeah. But like I've seen you execute a Kila Panto, and it was just like magic. I was so happy with that. Yes. But I think you tend to find that Lepantos lend themselves more to a face-to-face game than an online game. Yeah. Good luck doing with it online. There's yep. just there's just not that ability to really kind of create that deep trust, trust and intricacies in the moves, and that's yep. really the trust, isn't it? So for our... For Maybe that's going to be our next topic, trust. Newbies, newbies. Uh, Lepanto Ooh. is essentially moving... Fast free. Pause. Pause. And cheers. Get back. That's your, that's, your, that's your glass. All the way. That's it. It's awesome. I've actually got glasses like this at home. I can see why they put the Mexican deadhead in that, because, you know, I'm starting to feel a little bit fucked. Well, I was talking to right, the, the, 
bus ended oh, gone. Yeah. He said, "Oh, you're enthusiastic. Join the beer wine. Oh, fucking awesome!" Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, "That wine. He said, that wine's great too." I said, "Yeah, that is good wine for the price." Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and you know what makes it even better? What? It's happy hour. <laughs> Normally it'd be twenty-one bucks. It's like seventeen. <laughs> Laugh it. Okay, well, provided we get the next drinks in the, in the hour. Oh, hey, I'll be right. We were talking about the Lepanto, and I don't want to get off the topic. Mm. Um, and because this is for new players. Oh, they might know what a Lepanto they is. They probably don't know what a Lepanto is, So, let alone a key Lepanto. Maybe we need to talk about openings another time, too. Yeah, yeah, so we'll just touch on the Lepanto and then get into the actual like nitty gritty. Okay, okay. Um, a Lepanto is where um, Italy basically uses the Ionian Sea. Uh, to convoy Rome into Tunis and then moves, builds a fleet in Naples and then moves into the Ionian Eastern Med and then convoys into Syria to attack Turkey from the rear. Yes. A key Lepanto is when Italy lucks out and has a, um, a, a player in Turkey who hasn't got a clue, a Russia who's going north and an Austria who's open to the idea to allow Venice to move through Trieste into Serbia in an attack against Turkey. That's that's classy. I think it's more luck. It's, <laughs> anyway. it's either classy or arsy. <laughs> Ballsy. Ballsy, yes. Yeah. Um, and I definitely have to take my hat off to um, those guys at, um, and, and the people we've talked to who have played face-to-face a long time who I remember um, we've, we've asked them like what advice do you give to players who come to a board experienced players who um, you know what do you say to them to get them on side and you, you, you throw out something that's totally unique they haven't tried yet yep you know yeah. or something Ooh, just out of the ordinary and they're oh that's interesting let's give that a go you know so I, I believe that was um, Diplomacy Cast yep, yep. Those, those guys were talking about that um, I think Andrew Goff also spoke a little bit. When he was on our show, yeah, yeah. And that's actually we should just touch on that. So if any of our listeners, so newbies, have recently, you know, it's come to the game, they've been listening to our podcast. Um, there's like there's a, a now defunct podcast which is Diplomacy Cast, and almost almost as many episodes as us now. Actually, I worked out the other day, they, only, they stopped at 51. We're at about 56, so we're ahead of them now. Okay, but that's neither here nor there. They've got some really great advice there, quite detailed analysis, of the analysis around yeah. the boards yeah. on, and, on, and focusing more on face-to-face because we've only really started getting into a bit of a online and face-to-face probably in the last, since March, Yeah, um, last nine months. And they're definitely worth, they're still there, you can still listen to them and they're oh, definitely still, worthwhile. Still fantastic, yeah, great still listening. Great. Good yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> particularly the April, the April Fool's shows. <laughs> anyway, so Italy, done? Done. France. Who's your logical partner in France? Who's a good Who's a good neighbour? Italy. Italy. Italy's obviously <laughs> going to be your, you know. Because we just spoke about Italy, yeah. Well, yeah, um, I do think that France and Italy naturally gravitate towards each other. As being good neighbours, you know, they can go opposite directions, similar to the um, German-Austrian combo, hey? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, hey, because if I'm sitting as France, my first thing is to go over to Italy and go, hey, Italy... You know, let's let's be buddies. No need to no conflict with the eye on attacking Italy down the line somewhere, right? My next step is to suss Germany and England out because they're both potential problems. Yeah, it comes down to a lot. I think about 
the nature of the players in the game. So if you're France and you're talking to England and Germany, yeah, let's say one of them's a dick. You go for the dick. You'd, you'd then you, you yeah, kind of gang like, up with the other guy. He's your natural friend and neighbour, and yeah. you, you go for the dick. Actually, that came out the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I said it too. Yeah, you get rid of the dickhead off the board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about that uh, 6.7% uh, stout there, Kane? Uh, um, anyway, look, I, I've seen I've seen France, Germany do really well. I've seen France, England do very well. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's a purely a person. Yeah, two are going to win, one's going to lose. <laughs> In that deal. Um, although, having said that, I have also seen games online where England, France, and Germany have all cooperated in the early stages, and that has also been a really interesting proposal. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting to see play out. Hmm. Anyway, but yeah, I'd say Italy's its natural neighbour. Apart from that, man, eh, fuck the know. What about England? Who's a good friend for England? Or a good neighbour? I think... Mm, again, you've got that same, exactly the same conundrum between that England, France, Germany thing, where it's hard to pick a natural ally between Germany and France. You're probably going to get drawn into conflict with one of them at least. So I'd probably be saying Russia, if you can kind of come to an agreement, so, you know... And again, you want to be talking to Turkey and yes. making sure that Turkey is, you know, not allying up with Russia because... Well, I, England's, yeah, I think, in a good position longer term, making those... It, when, it start, when it starts, it's, it's, it can defend itself just due to the nature of the, the water around it. Yeah. So it can, even if it kind of comes to a... Like, you, 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 like you're England, you're England, I'm France. And you come to me and say, hey, um, I'm not going to go in the English Channel. I go, that's cool. I'm not going to go in the English Channel either. And we both go in the English Channel. It doesn't case, matter. Yeah, no one yeah. can kind of outflank the other. Yeah. And no, and you can kind of still maybe patch things up. At least for the initial start. So at least you're yeah. guaranteed Norway. And meanwhile, depending on how you want to play the game, you may want to... Um, well, you not... wait, wait for others to yeah. start fighting and then start picking a... Neighbor. The thing with England, you're not guaranteed Norway if you don't open up the correct way. Right? How could you not be guaranteed Norway? Well, let's say you bounce in the English Channel with London. Yes. Edinburgh moves to the North Sea or Norwegian Sea, doesn't matter. Yes. And Liverpool moves to Edinburgh, say. Right? Yes. Russia moves Moscow to St. Petersburg. Ah, yeah, okay, good point. Right, you're not guaranteed it. No, good you're point. You're only guaranteed Norway. You're only guaranteed a build full stop. Yep, That's England. Yep, yep. If you go if North you Sea and Norwegian Sea. Norwegian and North. Yep. yep. And then meanwhile, you've got Chris Martin opening to the English Channel from France and you're fucked. Which is why you always <laughs> open Liverpool to York. <laughs> if you've got Chris Martin, who's playing France. Yeah. <laughs> Dagger in the back. Fuck you. <laughs> Love you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> Which brings us to our last one, Russia. Russia. I think we said before, so the fact that Austria and Russia can buddy up means that by default Russia's ally could be Austria. 
Could be um, a good neighbour. Could, could be Turkey. Germany is also a good neighbour. Oh, and Germany, Russia. of course, we just talked about that before, because yeah. unless, of course, you're Kaner and you're... <laughs> yeah, you would go actually... for a lucky, you know, a lucky attack, yep. you know. Um, Russia's in one of those spots where it could go north, it could go south, depending on... Um, the alliances around the board, hey. Yeah. Like, it can be a good neighbour to all of them, mm-hmm. but not all of them at once. I think that's key. Like, with Russia, you have to choose one country to attack. Yep. And, I mean, the logical one to attack is Turkey or Austria. Austria? Um, but, you know, I mean, if you've got good relations with Turkey and Austria, I mean, they're attacking each other and, you know, they're out, you know, they're, you know, the knives are drawn and they're fall into, you know, total, um, you know, I'll stab you, I'll stab me, you know, they just blah, 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 blah. I stab you, you yeah. stab me. Oh, yeah, okay. so, yeah that so, makes sense. Know, yeah. Turkey yep. and Austria in that, you know, that sort of death spiral. Um, Russia has a really good, you know, space to um, allow itself to expand into the north. Yep. Without, you know, if, if it's happy that there's, um, you know, Turkey and Austria, maybe even throw Italy into the mix are in a, um, Why not? You know, a, a, a the Balkan bungle the Balkan bungle <laughs> sounds good to me sounds good to me alright and that is part three of the newbie part three stuff. of the newbie stuff that was a long one actually that was a little bit longer than I expected but um, you know I think there's hopefully something there that people can get something out of now we did talk about just briefly, Diplomacy Cast as a, um, a podcast to go and you know listen to. Yep. Um, and you found a podcast recently that also deals with our favourite hobby. Yeah, I, I kind of accidentally stumbled on it. Um, I think I mentioned before our, our, our Twitter account, and I may have been having a couple of couple of you know red wines. Uh, I've been doing a, another job, a little bit different. And I kind of, you know, might have a couple of too many red wines that night. And I was on celebratory. Twitter. Yeah, actually, it was. It was a celebratory one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Until I started doing the job, I went, oh, fuck. Actually, it's not too bad. Um, and for some reason, I kind of searched on the Twitter feed for hashtag diplomacy. And I've done this before, and I don't know why I'm a bloody schmuck to do this again. Because, like, nine out of ten of the diplomacy feed hashtag diplomacy tweets are all about nine out of a hundred foreign affairs type of matters no not 99 I say about nine in every ten okay right and actually I don't know why I'm saying this because that wasn't how I found it at all anyway cause you saw something yeah I can't remember now I'm kind of the this, wines are the, wine, the, the wine's talking. So, so you're trying to segue into how you found diplomacy. I can't remember. Podcast. I can't remember how I found diplomacypodcast. Well, you found it. Okay, you found it. So diplomacypodcast.com, or you can find it on all your other places if you search for diplomacy podcast. Um, it's a nice little podcast that comes out of is it Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Min- 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 no, 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 no. How come there's so many mini, 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 mini? Mini, 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 m
and we've had a few drinks to boot. So sorry, Makes it even worse. So um, Eric is involved in that Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul type of um, uh, environment where they all get together and they play quite regularly. They're like face-to-face, according to their stuff, is like they play like a couple of games a week. Holy shit. I know. They've really got a fucking pumping scene up there. Nice. If I'm ever going to America in that part of the world, I'm just definitely going to visit that part. Well, it's Drop in of, and say, hey. It's the middle of nowhere, but I'm sure. A, I'm, I'm a diplomatic man of leisure, <laughs> and I just happen to be in the neighbourhood. How about a game of diplomacy? Yep. So, Eric's podcast come out every week. And um, so he won't be too long until he kind of takes us over. However, he has 15 minutes. So, but yeah, they're only they're about not, 10, yeah. 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops. Uh, started back in July, so we've just kind of stumbled upon it now. But um, uh, and, and a lot of it was some of them are interviews, but a lot of them are just more breaking down the game and aspects of the game in nice little short digestible chunks. Yeah. So um, what we don't do very well. No, we're more long form content format. Listen aren't we? to us get drunk, drunk kind of, enough, you know, yeah. and talk about your favourite hobby, kind of. That's premise. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so a bit of a shout out there. Um, have a listen. See what you think. And um, Eric, we hope to reach out to you. Maybe um, we could do some sort of. Yeah, like a cross promo cast, like we did with um, Zach from When Diplomacy Fails. Yeah. Hear about you know diplomacy in winter. What's that like? Yeah, can you imagine? It's, it's like, cold. It's cold. That'd be it's really fucking cold, cold right? up there. Freezing cold, and you're like, okay, what do I do? What I'm freezing. How about a game of diplomacy? Enough to warm your cockles. <laughs> Indeed. So talking about America. Yes. Um, I suggested something to you the other day. What do you reckon about that? What? Sorry. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs> Our bid. Oh, Our run. Oh, yes. So, that. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I kind of suggested to Kano, seeing like, we're, we're a non-political show, generally. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Um, however. Apolitical. Apolitical? What's the difference between apolitical and non-political? One doesn't give a fuck. One doesn't take sides. Yeah, but if you put a gun to my head, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one is which. Yes, okay. That's because of the Mexican chocolate stout. Which is making me feel like I'm full of dancing beans right now. Dancing beans? This is a strong beer, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Having said that, just recently, oh, yeah, yeah. there was two more Democratic contenders in America who threw their hands in the race. No, don't fucking worry about them. Let's so talk about us. I thought, oh, yeah. and you thought... In fact, you thought and then told me to look at it, and then I thought, because you told me to think about it, yep. oh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Why not? So, yeah, we'd like your input, folks, to um, Kana and I running a, a presidential and vice-presidential bid for the 2020... Um, American yeah, election. American election. We yep. think we could probably do a better job than any of the other candidates. Yes. Uh, we're going to take a very, very strong platform on diplomacy. Correct. Yep. International relations. Yep. Absolutely. We're going to change the whole U.S. Air Force to blimps. 
We think that would be far more efficient. <laughs> oh, must, must admit, like, Kane is running for president, I'm running for VP, because I'm, I'm happy for him to take the bullet. <laughs> and just... <laughs> I... Okay. <laughs> My fellow human beings in America. Actually, you're married to American. Can I you am run? Ameri- I'm a- uh, yes. No, I can't. You have to be born in America to be a president, don't you? Maybe we can do something where you, people you can you can be a, you can be in oh. the Senate or the House if you're a citizen, but you have to be born in America. Oh, that was to like, be a president. That was like before Trump became. Well, well, before he became president, he was part of that birther thing, yeah, know, making all... up that that um, Obama was born in Kenya or something like that. Yeah, not, that's not what all, Yeah, that was all that stuff. Well, I don't know. I reckon. Look, we're, we're well enough connected to a whole heap of Americans in the diplomacy world, where you know some of them are lawyers. They can provide us with some good legal. Advice. They can work something out. Look, bloody look. If push Rudy, comes to Rudy Giuliano can come up with all sorts of fucking weird legal advice. I'm sure someone's one like. If push comes to shove, I'm sure we could get forged birth certificates. Yeah. From Thailand. Yes, yes. When we're over there. Good so, idea. I oh, know, but that's like a year after the election. Oh. We'll get in our time machine and go back in our like, Bill and Ted's time machine. Anyway, so for the sake of this, let's pretend that... No, we're not going to pretend. Fuck it. We're going to make it happen. Okay. All I need is an American birth We're going to make diplomacy great again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My okay, I'm going to stand on a platform of making voting compulsory for all. Right now, oh, of course, I've got to back you on your VP. Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes so yes, I'll stand yes, at the back, yes. nodding sagely. Yes, 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 yes. Now, so why is that? Okay, so I don't, I don't think give, that should give, be our first, give, first policy. <laughs> not our first plank. policy platform, but it's a plank. It's one of the planks of many planks that we will have in the run-up to the 2020 election. Yep. Actually, um, maybe we can drop a plank every episode. We can do a plank. Yep. Kane is plank. <laughs> On his way to making a platform. Um, well, if you have enough planks, you can make a platform, haven't you? That's right. Yeah. We're not even engineers, and we know that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 If you make enough platform, then you've got a bridge. Yeah. And they can build a bridge, and then you and got... can get over it, <laughs> and they can burn it. <laughs> we are the party of mixed metaphors. <laughs> Actually, we're going to run an independence, aren't we? We're not going to run a party. Yeah, we're absolutely independent. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, um, you know, Greens are too party-ish for us. No, that's right. Yeah, no, absolutely independent all the way. Good. Um, We'll have a I referendum think, on it. I think we have a referendum and let us know. Yes, a non-compulsory referendum on whether we need compulsory voting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad we sorted Blah. that out. Blah. So, um, look, we're really keen for your views of our, our presidential bid. I know it's, it's, it's a bit of a challenge. You know, we're about 12 months out. We really haven't gone and got any money or structure. Or we're not Americans. So there's a couple party. of challenges ahead of us. But, you know, we're up for a challenge. We're up for a good challenge. So scrap compulsory voting. But what would be something that would appeal? I think... I think we need to appeal to our constituency, appeal to our base. Let's start with the diplomacy first. Diplomacy first. Yeah, diplomacy first. Make, it, like, make diplomacy great again. Make diplomacy great again. 
Whitaker. That could be fucking anything. It's worked for other people using that same slogan. Yeah, but you, whatever, whatever it is, is whatever it is. Let's let's get our base behind us. Get yeah, some support get that, going. Let's get in. that forty percent. Get get some contributions coming through the campaign. <laughs> let's get off this fucking topic. <laughs> And, and bring up another plank on the next one. Okay, good. All right. So, uh, we have our next game coming up soon. There's a whole new meaning to walk the plank. Walk the plank, yeah. Like an L. All right. Anyway, so we've got our next game coming up here in Brisbane um, for the 1st of December. And this is really cool. Like, I wasn't expecting for there to be a steady increase in female players. No, it's great. That's cool. It's That's fantastic. Great. So this match, we're going to actually have our third female player come on board. Yep. Um, which almost makes it 50-50, which is really cool. It is good. In my mind, really cool. Yeah. Um, and we're not even hitting all of the players who have expressed interest in playing the game. Um, this is just the date where we can get seven players in yep. involved on that date. Yep. Right? So, honestly, I'm... I'm Really looking forward to getting two boards happening. Um, this time of the year doesn't seem to really work. It doesn't work for a lot of people, but again, thoroughly looking forward to um, you know giving it a bell. What happened to your arm? Oh, I got tennis elbow, and it hurts every now and then. Yeah, like, of course that. Um, well. Oh, so say so everyone knows, Kane has got this like this bandage wrap thing on his upper forearm. Line of work. Line of work. Okay. So um, there's repetitive motion of uh, hand movement. Yep. Um, okay, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Yep. Cool. So uh, I hope that gets better. Uh, you know what? So, fix that. What? More alcohol. How are you going with your beer? Yeah, okay. I need to get you another wine, though, don't I? Okay. Pause it. You may do. Pause. Ready? And cheers. Cheers. All right. Oh, that's no fucking good. Cheers again. Uh, It's better than Maybe, I don't know why. um, Maybe that's a different type of metal than this one. You're changing beers. I did change my beers. So, well, this thing's going straight to my head. The Mexican hot chocolate stout. Yep. And so I go in there and I say, okay, all right. I love the taste. I want another beer. What beer tastes similar? It's not so strong. Yep. Right, and he pulls out another one by the same company, um, okay. Dryad. Dry what? Dryad. As Dryad. Like a, um, 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 a wood creature Dryad. D-R-Y-A-D. Dryad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Bit, a bit of a Dungeons and Dragons moment happening there. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. Yep. And, oh, yeah, that looks good, you know, so I'm just about to pay for it, and I look at it, and it's a 7% alcohol. Fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know... No, 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 no. So I, I've gone for a witching hour by the same brewery. That's no, not. It's, not. it's Ether Brewery. We've it's been ether. there. We've been to Ether. Yeah, we have. It's by a different brewery. It's over in Milton. Well, shit, we're fucking pouring beer. Uh, yeah. Wasting um, beer. Yeah. It's a blackberry sour, but it's got a really cool can. Yeah, there's it's a, really good. There's a, there's a demon-winged It's kind of like you when you kind of get into your nasty diplomacy mode. Yeah. You're going to fucking start kicking some asses. So, have you had a sip of the... Uh, and I'm still on the same uh, Tempranillo, which is fucking awesome still. How is it? It tastes like sour blackberry. Sour blackberry, there we go. It's, uh, as it says, on the can. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Kane's face is, like, shriveling up like a fucking prune. Oh. 
Go and whoop, can't go. Yeah. That's nice. That's really good. I've just gone from a you know a hot, sweet, chocolatey stout to a really bitter. It's a sour. Sour drinks. It's sour, but it's got this sweet. I don't know. Um, evanescence. I'm gonna have to ease into this one. Do you want my wine? I will ease into this and it'll be tasty by the time I get halfway through. You'll be right. You'll be I'll good. Be right. your, your, your palate will change. Yeah. It's just a shock. It's okay. So we said before we've got um, we've got three three female players coming to the next game, which is great. Yes. And so the 1st of December, um, if you happen to be swinging by Brisbane Way, go to diplomacygames.com slash Brisbane, sign up. Or if you just kind of live here and you just stumble on the podcast and you've got nothing better to do with your... Sunday afternoons, come down. Come on down. It's, it's, it's have fun. It's bound to be a, stab some um, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been getting around work with those other two players, and every now well, and then I like, noticed oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of. I, I saw. I saw who were coming along to that game, and I thought, oh, Kaner is going to be, you know, yes, in a world of hurt, world of pain the next day. Yes. Ty will be going around again, sharpening his knife the night before to kind of come for you. <laughs> anyway, hey, you wanted to do around the grounds. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's let's do it around the grounds thingy. So how are you going at the moment? Are you in mini games? I am in a couple. Um, a lot of them are actually gunboats, so I can't really talk about them too much. In fact, I've just been really focusing on the Europa Renovientio games. Oh yeah. Um, although, having said that, a little bit of excitement I think we could say oh we've got um, excitement coming yeah there's a new variant coming out is it shortly is it based on that map oh yeah 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 I saw that and I got really excited about this yes it's like a oh what do you call it it's like I think I described it in the in the uh, the mod thread as like Renovatio Europa meets, you know, modern. modern yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and has a love child. Oh, I don't want to anarchy. No, no, no. Has no, it actually? No, no. Has it been? Has it been brought across in the testing environment? I didn't think it had. It has. It has. Is it? Uh, it's not live life, is it? Uh, what, what, what was the name of it? Modern or something? Was it? No, it's not modern. Modern. Two, no, modern two is a normal game. You know what shits me is these people go, oh, I missed a fucking order, and can you do something about it? It's kind of like the people that send emails saying, I want a map created. Here's all the details. Someone make it for me, please. Go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Go. Kato, yeah. um, make map. <laughs> Ollie, make map. <laughs> anyway. So there's this there's this um, little bit of a sneaky peek. Uh, there is a awesome looking map. I haven't actually seen it within the uh, environment. Here. No, it's there. I'm just trying to find. Go the to the, name go of the Google thingy. No. You trying to find the name of it? I'm just because it's actually it's all, it's all there. It's ready to go. Essentially, it's going to all I've seen is now. the image. Is it under the Debbie thingy? As I said before, bit of a... It, it's actually like 
based on the Europa uh, Renovatio map, but someone's made some changes. Who, who's the actual map creator? A uh, bloke called Kurt. Kurt? Kurt. Kurt. Dead set legend, mate. Good on you. Yeah. Awesome. So, basically, it's like that... Actually, can, I, can I just jump in and just say... Of course you can. Like, I love, Tough your show. I, I love how stuff in the public domain just gets run with, you know? Yep. Like, like this, this, this development couldn't have happened unless people are working for the good of the community. Yes. You know? So I just want to just put it out there and say, awesome. I, I, just, I just love that about the diplomacy world. Yeah, anyway, go on, as you're saying. You're so, this particular map is kind of like that whole big, massive Renovatio Europa's feel and style and the fact that, you know, I'll use Germany as an example. Instead of, like, Germany in classic where you've got... Well, actually, that's a bad example because you've got extra bonus bits and none part of Germany, like Cilicia and Prussia. But you've got, like, only a few territories. This is, like, many, many, many territories. Like, in, in Germany itself, it's like, fuck, I don't know, look at that. 12, 14 different territories? Yeah, so there's four supply centres that aren't owned and one, two, three... Four, three that, no, three, three that are. Three that are. Yeah. Yep. So it's opening. Yep. So it looks like he's taken the um, the borders of the real life current Europe, real life current Europe, dropped it into the Europa Renovatio map at a geographic then, level with where the coastlines yeah, and things yeah, are, and yep. then rearchitected the city, the, the actual countries, and, and some the, of the, the borders inside borders it. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of where you know the the regions meet other regions mm. uh, so you end up with the situation down here like with um, um holland yes um and i'm not sure how anyway i'm just really looking forward like that's only got um on, on two supply centers amsterdam and Erhard. um but it it looks like it has um obvious yeah, smack bang into smack Brussels, bang or Cologne, builds, or Dortmund. Um, depending on what France does. Lille. Um, but yeah, I mean, this looks like it's it's going to be a really fun map for how many players in it? So let's have a quick look. So we've got England, Ireland, France, Spain, Portugal, Netherlands, Germany, Italy, Czech Republic, Poland... What's the one that's the bottom? Is that this? Is that Estonia, no, no, Lithuania? That's, that's, um, that's Czech Republic. Oh yeah, Czech. Sorry. Or Czechia. Yeah. So, um, what's the of the of the Baltic states? What's the southern Baltic state? Vilnius. One Vilnius. Is that Lithuania? I think it might be Lithuania. Let's let's yeah, let's pretend it's Lithuania. So um, it's eleven. Sweden twelve. Well, Finland thirteen. Russia fourteen. Poland fifteen. You've done Poland. No, that's um, oh no, Ukraine. Ukraine sorry, I've been pissed. Um, Romania 16, Serbia 17, Greece 18, Turkey 19, and Georgia 20. 20. 20 so player game. 20 player game. Did we miss any? No, I'm pretty sure we didn't. Although I'm surprised that Norway's not a playing player, but maybe that's to kind of counter the balance and make it fair Some for everybody to like kind to of smash it. Yep. But even the um, uh, the sea territories are different sea territories to the Europa game. They're yeah, actually more the, logical yeah. in the modern context as well. So it, and they've got sea lanes. It's great. You know, I, I love how that, that idea is just sort of migrated. Yeah, it's been great. Across, across variants, so, yeah. 
And look, okay, so I remember a few going back, going back now, Andy. Back in the olden days. Back, going back there, you know, maybe maybe show number 10, number 15. Yes, pulling numbers out of your ass, aren't you? And I'm talking about sea lanes, and you're going. I, I just fucking hate don't sailors. fucking get them. I don't understand them. They make no bloody sense. Yeah, might be some element of truth in this. Now, I'm not going to go back and listen to that edit of that back in and fucking take the no, chill. No, 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 no. Now that you've had a fair bit of experience with this whole sea lanes concept, what is your ex- what 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 is your perspective on? It? Um. I've come to appreciate their value. <laughs> I think I had a couple of bad experiences where other players just... This is when the Sea Lanes concept first came out in that was World, it the World War IV map. Yep. And other players just kind of went... They, they worked it out straight away. And I was a bit of a slow learner. Right. And as a result, I didn't do well. So therefore, if so facto, Sea Lanes fucking suck. Because <laughs> I did bad in them. <laughs> but now that I've had some experience, and I may have had some reasonable experience in some sea lane activities and various games and various boards. Um, yes, that being said, some games I've got, some sea lanes games I'm in right now, including some Europa games, where I'm getting my fucking ass handed to me again. I don't know, maybe I don't like them anymore, Kana. Maybe I've gone full circle. Okay, I. I, I just want to... One particular game uh, I got eliminated on. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I just want to... Um, okay, so this is a critical... Another one I'm about to be eliminated on. This is this is, this is is constructive criticism, right, Nick? About me right. or the map? No, sea lanes. Okay, good. Right. And... Not the map, sea lanes is a concept. The original map that I made, the World War Four sea lanes map. Oh, yeah. Did you do that? I did that. Did you come up with sea lanes or somebody else came up with sea lanes you just enabled it? No, I came up with the idea. Are you the Sea Lanes I'm master? The sea lanes. I, I, I oh, Kana, put it there, mate. A, there we are, a bit of a shake as, of a hand. As, as a way of, because there was a big discussion thread around how to make stalemates disappear in, a, yeah, in yeah, the ocean yeah. regions, right? Um, in my experience, and I count myself as number one in that. Going back to World War Four, sea lanes. There were some sea lanes in that that I didn't think through properly. Right. Right. And I never intended sea lanes to be um, set in concrete. Right. Yep. I was always intending to go back to the concept and rejig the the idea around a bit mm-hmm. based on you know gameplay game history did they work did they not yep um, there are how to say it like like there's there's, um, there's there's they make them more difficult in some spaces than they should be but yep. they make them more realistic in others that make them more accurate mm-hmm. right so um, when it comes to the sea lanes really thinking about where the sea lanes intersect both onto the land coast and between each other 
is actually really critical in making them work as they're meant to be. Yep. Um, so from your perspective, from creating the very first Sea Lions map, how have you kind of seen that concept evolve to make gameplay both fairer but also more dynamic? Well, I've definitely seen less, in games with sea lanes in them, less um, stalemates on the oceans. Yep. Right, they make fleet battles more dynamic. They make... Um, those sort of, especially on these large-scale maps, battles between opposing sides on the oceans to be like a rolling wave. They go back and forth yeah, it's true. over a period of time. Yep. And in my mind, that makes... Um, it, it makes the nature of that conflict conflicting environment more realistic in that sense because you will often see movement back and forth on the land territories yep. but not so much on the sea territories it doesn't matter on the classic board but when it when, when you have variants where there, there's a lot more space in particular I'm thinking um, you know the 901 western known world known world yep yeah those sea, those sea territories could really benefit yeah. from having some sort of mechanism that allows for movement and not early stalemate in yep. those regions. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So, for this particular variant, do, do we know when it's coming out? Um, my understanding is it's all coded. It's ready to go. So, as of recording... Um, so if, if, if this kind of goes out only in the next day or two, it may be ready, it may not be ready? No, it's like literally ready to drop at this right okay. now. So, we'll yeah. so it's all been coded. It depends it's just on when Ollie's ready to drop it. When Ollie's ready to drop it. Drop it when it's hot. Yeah. Oh, I like it's hot. Drop it like a hot potato. <laughs> I see you more like, you know, Snoop Dogg with drop it like it's hot, but anyway. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I don't listen to that crap. Oh, you don't like Snoop? Snoop? Snoop Doggy Dog? No, not really. I have to say it. Straight out. No. Yeah. My, my, Your stock is going lower in my uh, my book. <laughs> How low can you go? Anyway, right. so, um, yeah, that, that's really that's really exciting. So, what other things we've got going on or happening? Yes, what's happening? So, you, so you're in some Renovatio Europa games. How's that going for you? I'm doing okay. You're doing good. Yeah, okay. I'm doing okay. Um, I'll, I'll kind of say I'm not doing too well. I don't think I'll be there very long. For much longer? No. No. Okay, so you must be one of these shitty, shitty countries. Um, one of those shitty ones. Shitty ones on the on the sea. Yeah. Uh, shitty she voo. Shitty shitty. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So, you're just in that ones or anything else? Um, how about our recurring theme, Ambi's discussion about his um, Ununited States game? Oh, yeah, the Divided States, Ununited States game. Look, um, yeah, look, that's just ticked over again. It's, um, again, an anonymous game. We are progressing. There's still five players. Although that start? Huh? It's like a year and a half ago. Yeah, we, we talk good. about this every fucking episode. Because um, I find it so fascinating. June last year it started. June. Yeah. June. So yeah, and we're in November. A year and a half. No, almost a year and almost a half. Almost a year and a half. 
So um, we are still on five players. That being said, Montana is literally down to one supply centre. And from the way things are on the board, it looks generally that he's um, he's in a safety's position because he's supporting New York at the moment to um, create a bit of a I don't know a defensive position. Yes. So he's behind behind line. So he's okay for a while unless um, Kentucky or Hawaii manage to pull. Um, uh, New York back a bit, and then in which case, yeah, I'd say probably Montana's close to being out of the game. So it seems to me like this whole northern region of the US up to um, what is that? That's the Canadian the border. border. Canadian border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, runs straight across almost. Um, it seems to me that that's it's starting still to grind con- down. It's 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 still contested. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's um, starting to solidify. And I think Kentucky's a, done a really great job of actually chipping away at New York's position because New York was actually getting a little bit into some of those northern US states and um, Nebraska. And, uh, yeah, North North no no North Dakota Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah. Yep. And um, I think basically New York had about half of North Dakota, and now Kentucky's taking all that over. Um, and similarly in I oh fuck was that one that's Nebraska isn't it what? I don't know what's, what's, what's east of no west what's that's west Montana um, oh yeah what's that square one that one down there yeah that's a weird oh, shape oh fuck that is um, that's a weird shape state Colorado it's Colorado is a square state Oh, no, no, Colorado's below it. What's the one b- above Colorado, between Colorado and Montana? Um, would it help if we figure out the name of this, the, the, the... No, no, because looking at the, the, the supply centres are like Gill, CSP no. and RKS and Yellowstone, obviously. I've no idea. Yeah, so the Yellowstone's the only one we recognise as a territory. And that's owned by Hawaii. Yeah. Anyway, we're digressing. So, um... There is this border that's currently happening. There's a big shit fight happening between New York um, and against Kentucky and uh, Hawaii. Lots of parrying, a lot of thrusting, a lot of supply holding, a lot of attacking. It's um, it's a dynamic space. It reminds me of like that, um, you know, at the end of Top Gun. When like there's all those fucking MIGs, they're all flying around, Tom Cruise and everything, and and and, and Iceman, and hey, like, they're, they're all over me, man, they're all over me. It's kind of like that happening up there in the north, you know. Kentucky and, and uh, Hawaii are all over New York, but New York and Montana are just. I suppose Montana's like his goose. He's just hanging in there. Hang in there, goose. You can do it, goose. But What's that being with said, Florida? Florida's looking like it's got this big hanging um, appendage. Yeah, yep, yep. But but the the tip of the appendage has been kind of cut off. Um, so now, yeah. So now New York has all of the supply centres along the Atlantic after taking um, Savannah. Savannah. Sav. Sav. Whatever that. Uh, I reckon that, that that's that's Georgia. That's Georgia. That's Georgia. So I reckon okay. that's Savannah. SAB. It's got to be Savannah. It's got to be, yeah. But, um, yeah, so Florida is, is Florida as a player is no longer in Florida at all. Kind of in, uh, what would that be, uh, Mississippi and Louisiana and a little bit of Tennessee and this 
weird extension into um, Georgia, tip of South Carolina. I oh, know North Carolina. No, South Carolina and North Carolina. It's fucking weird. Which one's Virginia? Virginia's up here. That's all owned by New York now. Oh. That's New, that's Virginia there. Okay. And now now New York has actually moved into taking over all of West Virginia, all of Ohio, and is taking over half of Indiana as well. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's one thing. So New York does seem to be making some gains in the. Um, against Kentucky or around that area that's currently now Indiana and Kentucky itself, but is losing position in the north um, around that American-Canadian border. Can I just say, as a no- as a non-American who's running for president, <laughs> I would mandate because we compulsory want to make- geography um, lessons for all. I would mandate. I would mandate a solid black border along the river, so that I can easily see when one state finishes and one state starts. Uh huh. Would you also create some new presidential decree around what's a panhandle and what's not? Yes, panhandle looks to look like a panhandle, and has relevance for a right-handed human being. That would be. <laughs> That's our second blank. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad we're kind of on a... We're all attuned we're here. Um, so, apart from that, the only other things have been going on. There seems to be this... Florida and, and Kentucky have kind of just locked down their borders with support holes flying everywhere. Um, interesting enough, Kentucky is throwing su- support holes all over its border, um, but Hawaii isn't. So, I think whether oh, Kentucky's getting worried that Hawaii might start attacking him and stabbing him. Oh. I reckon that's what's possible there. Oh. I don't know. Oh. I hadn't actually picked that up until we just started looking at the map. Yeah, that's very interesting, because this, this, this turn just dropped, so there seems to be like this whole area that the Hawaiian player has just forgotten to, to look after. Well, yes, but I, get, I bet you Kentucky's pissed, fucking pissed that he didn't do any attacks at that. Hey, hey, I reckon he would be too, because yeah. there's a good chance to have a good stab there. Missed, missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. That's the problem with this game. Yes. So anyway, so um, yeah, game's progressing. I don't know. Still don't think I'll be finished before Christmas. So you reckon this is going to go into um, next year? Uh, it depends. It depends if anyone has a good breakthrough on anyone else. What other games do you play in Ambi? I think there's a good chance that, like, if Montana dies, then we're down to four players, and then there might be a greater chance of a, uh, a draw. Yeah, okay. So, uh, what else we got on? The uh, World War Two Global Boogaloo, that's still fucking going. That's an interesting one. Your, 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 your. That's no uh, shit. That's the Thailand one that I bummed out of. Yeah, Thailand is now eliminated. Oh, because because the fifth Thailand decided to start stabbing his ally Japan. (laughs) Japan just went. Japan went fuck you, and then everyone else just ganged up on Thailand, removed Thailand, (laughs) and now that's also caused the whole of um, Japan's Asian corridor to collapse. So Turkey's now well and truly moved into all of oh, India, shit. going into China. Oh, well. Oh. oh. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the wind from the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on to the next one. 
<laughs> where were we? Oh, wow. So Turkey has... Now, okay, not a million years would I have thought that... What? Yeah, sorry. Hang so on. Turkey's all the way down now into Malaysia. Yep. No. Wow. And, okay. and with the forced disbands... Oh, sorry, the disbands that Japan has made, it's kind of opened up Turkey to um, take a little bit more supply centres, I oh, think. Oh, shit. And Japan's on, uh, on the off, on the on the defence. No, that's right. Strongly so I think, on the I think this game oh, is... What's going to be interesting in this game now is that I think Japan's definitely going to be on the outer. Yeah. And... Um, Obviously, it's again anonymous, but clearly, obviously, I'm not Japan. Um, so it'll come down to Germany, uh, Portugal, and Turkey, and to see whether um, the fight continues post-Japan or whether they draw. Huh. Which will be interesting because this game's worth fucking nothing. It's an unranked game. And I wish the game would be fucking over because it would allow me to play some real games that matter. But that's my fault for joining a game that I didn't check was um, ranked or unranked. It's fucking stupid of me dropping out of this one because this was an interesting one, game. Yeah. yeah, you could have done well. Yes, you could have been. I set it up for kicking a, butts yeah. by now. Yes, maybe even one of my own. Yes. Anyway, okay, big so that's one. Okay, that's World War Two Global Boogaloo. Uh, Silent Europe we talked about. Oh, the American Fun Boat. So I've been playing my um, Love Boat music. How's that? Still giving you good luck? Nope. <laughs> my uh, again anonymous game so we can't go into too much detail here but my um, ally has decided to uh, remove all my fun so my ally here has decided to take two of my supply centres that one oh, so that one and that one and then he's probably going to take that one soon Oh dear! And all these other fuckers yeah. are starting to and move towards me. Everyone's piling on, isn't that just the way? So, I have to say though, with these larger maps, that mind you, I think he's played well. How to say it? Okay, so I'm doing okay in one of these larger maps, right? Right. And there are. In comparison to one That's of the Europa game, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So, in comparison to a classic map, there are strategic things that you can do when you have forty units as opposed to eight units yeah. on a standard map, right? Yep, yep, yep. So, there's on these on these larger things, the whole um, cutting support and then supporting into your territory where you're cutting support from to prevent someone attacking to that territory. Yep. You know, like those sort of considerations, like that sort of higher-end thinking around the strategic dimension becomes much more... um, The genius of diplomacy comes into it a lot more, right? Whereas, you know, in a... Like, I love the classic game, you know, I'm I'm not dissing it, but you only see that... You see that on a less regular basis than you do when you've got a line of 20 units on a border and, and playing around in, those, in that space. I think you're 100% correct. I think the one thing you notice with these bigger board games, uh, when you've got far more supply centres and far more units, my, my view is you, you, you get this greater disparity occurring. 
it's far more balanced and tighter within a classic board where there's less supply centres, there's less units, there's less likelihood that someone's going to be... You know, we know someone's probably going to get bumped out or reduced down to a rump state and become a bitch or whatever. But in these games, it's so... Once someone starts building up momentum in a region, they really start dominating that region. And I think the great example for that was that Divided States game where you have you know, someone controlling the whole west coast, someone controlling the whole east coast, someone controlling the centre. And like a, and those who don't control end up becoming rumps or you know, yeah, 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 subservient yeah, yeah, vassals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that whole projection of power really really comes to the fore when you're playing around with you bigger know, maps and stuff yeah much larger maps hey so that one's like the way that is were you going to say something I was going to say you getting pissed you want some more drink no 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 now would be a great time to let our listeners know about the opportunity that they can take by becoming a Patreon donator Oh, we could, yes, absolutely. I was going to do something else. I was going to do a quick, um, what the doctor recommended. That How we about ha- we do a quick doctor recommended and yep. then get onto that? That sounds so, very good. What did the doctor recommend? I'm trying to remember, trying to bring out who we are. Hall of Fame. So we, we kind of actually did a bit of a, a break there. We kind of fucked up for a while. We, we dropped it for a, an episode or two. I think last time we're up to number 50. 50. So things have gone a little bit out of whack. Do you want to go up to like 48 or whatever? Oh, let's start at uh, 45 and let's go from there. So, 45, Defiant. 40, uh, 46, King Cyrus. Uh, 47, Technostar. Good work. 48, T-Con 7. 49, Mick Drops. 50, CCR. 51, Diet... Oh, God, I'm trying to remember, read this on the site. Diet Turn 4. IV, yep. Yep. Uh, Tiger. Uh, 53, The Ambassador. Oh, that wouldn't happen to be you, would it? It may be, but I've been dropping a little bit. I used to be 51. Uh, 54, Agnar. I haven't seen Agnar before. No, no, it's a new name to me. Welcome, uh, Agnar. 55, uh... Scumbag. Oh, um, 56, Kevdogs. 8. Kevdog 8, yep. 57, Vixol. 58, Mitag. My tag? 59, Goldfinger0303. He's been around for ages. Yeah, hi, Goldfinger. How you going, mate? Uh, 60, TCB. Uh, 61, Bob Al Hubbob. Yep. Who Bob? Um, 62, T Gunner. 63, JK. 64. Oh, my God. That's got time, but I just to let you know Right. Yeah, no we'll worries. Off soon. Um, 64. Oh, it's got that weird CL combo. Bokchel? Bokchel? Oh my god, that's a difficult one. 65. Venetia? 66. Chaka. 67. God. 68. Oreo. 69. Ilum. 70. Tantrumizer. 71. Big Rob. And 72. Our one and only. Doctor recommended. We're going to stop there. We're going to keep going to seventy-five. Well, let's go to seventy-five. Okay, seventy-three. GMO Dugno. Shimo Jimo Dugno. Shimo Jimo. Fuck! This is what happens when you have too much bloody alcohol. Um, seventy-four Emperor Torin. And seventy-five Gecko. Right. Good. Done. Excellent. We can. So that was part of our 
Hall of Fame for VDIP, our semi-regular semi-regular section. section. Uh, actually, if we kind of do the next 25, we'll get to the top 100 and then we can move on to web dip or something else. Well, let's smash it out. Okay. No, 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 no. no. Don't, don't, don't use all the good material. Uh, okay. Tease it out. So we're talking about good material. You were saying before about the Patreon stuff. Yes. Now. We got together earlier. We and did. recorded a Patreon-only section of yes. this. Yes. Um, episode so if you happen to be a patreon uh subscriber or supporter or how do you like promoter no, you're uh, a patreon a patreon if you happen to be a, like patreon a patron but of, with of the show then all you need to do is ambi you got to go to diplomacygamescom slash patreon sign up there and it provided you kind of you know chip in some regular contribution can be as little as a dollar a month yes um, um, and it'll it, kind of give you access. Previously, we haven't done it. We haven't done fuck all, have we? Really? Not really. You know, no. you get the privilege of um, enjoying the knowledge that you're getting us um, pissed and talking about our favourite hobbies. Yes, because yeah. no one ever gives us money to improve the audio equipment. It's just, it's just it's get money you guys clapping you, drunk. So, um, but the idea now is that we're actually going to give something back to the Patreon, so they'll get some bonus content. Yes, which we recorded prior to this particular episode and yes. we'll attach to the end. No, 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 no. It'll be a separate separate thing that'll come out in their feed. Patreons yeah, that, will get a separate right. So Patreons will get this bit after they... So they listen to this. It'll be a totally a separate episode. It'll be a separate episode. Oh, so they can have access to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. They get okay. a bonus episode. Yeah. Totally separate to this. Yes. And um, I know, it'll probably come out a couple of days after this one because, you know, takes a bit of effort to do all the editing and shit. And I totally forgot what we talked about. <laughs> anyway, so long story short, if you're, if you're keen to support the show, you want some extra content, um, patreon.com slash diplomacygames is the way to go. Um, that money generally will go towards the alcohol if you want to kind of support the show, well, not necessarily. Better. I mean, you know, we want we want feedback from our Patreon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To, Actually, um, that's, it. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah good point. Yeah, yes, so yeah. we're interested in what you want for, for our patrons. What extra bonuses do you want? So, do you want us to record the Patreon episodes when we're more shit face, or? <laughs> When we're not shit-faced before we start recording, so it actually makes sense, and maybe we're talking about real, real proper diplomacy strategy matters. Or do you want us to talk about something irrelevant, like you know, neighbours? Yep, or our, our presidential or, bid, some insider information, or Australian rules football, or whatever. American rules football might be more hilarious. I think it's called gridiron. Is it? Yeah, or American okay. football. That's what I thought. Yeah. Gridiron, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you can have a you know, laugh at us trying to talk about soccer or whatever it is, right? Um, let us know um, and have a listen to the, your bonus Patreon episode and drop us a line. Yep. And for everyone else out there, thanks for listening. You Thank can support you. us through... Uh, look, if you want to buy shit, just normal shit, normal life and everything like that, go to Amazon.com slash Diplomacy Games. Yes. I oh, actually know it's not. It's diplomacygames.com slash Amazon. Yeah, I get it correct. Yep. Yeah, sorry, I'm a bit pissed. Um, that'll, that'll redirect you through. It doesn't cost you any more. Um, if you don't do that very, very soon, maybe it's already finished. I don't know. Maybe. Because maybe, I don't think we got to our three required sales. 
Um, you know, if you've got anything you want us to chat about, drop us a line as always. Um, follow us on iTunes, Stitcher. No, no, no. Um, you got you got to subscribe through iTunes, Stitcher. Subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher. Give us a review. Give us a review. Yeah, yeah. And, that helps. Um, you know, you can catch us on Kana four hundred six on um, VDIP or WebDIP and. The ambassador on PlayDip and no, sorry, the ambassador on VDip, WebDip, and Ambi on PlayDip. Are you just Ambi on? Just Ambi on PlayDip. Okay, all right. Well, cheers, guys. Yep. See Bit you guys. Catch you next time. Oh, nice. Work. We actually got a good one. Yeah, eh? <laughs> all right.